Welcome to episode 172. This is co-host Amoldeep. And this is the other co-host Hamza. Episode 172 of what? The Time Sync Podcast. I forgot to say that in the beginning. Let's go. Do we normally say the name of the podcast in the beginning? I just thought, now it sounded weird when I didn't say it. Yeah, I think we do. I think it's like, welcome back to Time Sync. Oh, we say welcome to Time Sync. Yeah, that's how we start the episode normally. Okay, so I have follow-up on something we mentioned in the last episode. And last time we mentioned about, well, Muli, you mentioned that, oh, uh, Google was doing this thing where they were copying Genius lyrics, like Genius, the company's lyrics, song lyrics. Allegedly. Allegedly. And they were they were only caught because there was some kind of watermark or I don't know the exact details, but like apostrophes or something, right? Like, what was it like? Yeah, it was like supposedly like they would swap when they would use apostrophes and backticks. Yeah. So like song to song, it might change. And they noticed that Google would have the exact same backticks at the exact same places and the apostrophes in the same places. So they were swapping them out at the exact same places. So, hmm, kind of suspect. So I just thought that was so funny. And I went to search it up when I was doing when I was just searching it up. And I just saw this one article by Wired. Of course, this article must be correct. I didn't do any fact checking or anything. So, but this story is juicy. Okay. Oh, there's more to it than this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it, it, it's so... When I was reading, I was like, whoa, this is great. Because, like, it added so much more stuff. Oh, okay. It sounds good. What do you got? Lay it on me. I'm just going to go through this article, basically. And then we can, like, talk about what, what they're saying. So, in the beginning, they talked about Genius. Uh, actually, how long ago was this? This was in uh, 2019. Okay, June 2019. Oh, this has been a while. It's almost five years ago. Dang. Okay. Did that hurt? Well, I was going to say, like, yeah, like a year ago. <laughs> I was about to say, I was really about to say, like, oh, yeah, it's been a year. Been <laughs> five years? What the hell? Okay, so basically what happened was, um, so like we said, the music site Genius publicly accused Google of stealing its crowdsourced song transcripts and publishing them on its search pages in knowledge panels. So like if you search on Google, sometimes they'll just have some stuff popped up before. You don't have to actually click on a website. Yeah, which is now replaced by AI. Not replaced by AI. So doing this, Genius was annoyed because they're like, well, they're taking money away from our site. Yeah. Because people just look at the lyrics on Google. They won't go to our site. Yeah, they don't go to the actual website. I've done that a bajillion times where they search lyrics, look at the Google whatever thing, and then never click on a link and therefore never go to their website and give them ad revenue. However, what did Google say? They denied everything. Of course. And they blamed it on a contractor. Oh, this is one of those situations where like, we didn't do it. We hired someone and they didn't follow our instructions. Exactly. Like almost exact thing that happened with the AI art thing, with the Marvel thing. Like the guy. Uh, like, or NVIDIA. Uh, not NVIDIA. Uh, Wacom, Wacom. Oh, uh, or Wacom. Yeah. Or yeah, exactly. Maybe that's the one I'm talking about. No, okay. Wacom. So what, what, what happened exactly? So we already talked about how Genius booby trapped kind of their lyrics. They found that the Google was using them and then like red handed. And they said here that Genius sent 100 examples of these transcripts to Google with the watermark to a bunch of reporters too, who then verified everything that was actually correct. But the day after the story was published, the day after, the watermark had disappeared in every single lyrics on Google. So basically they went, okay, control F, backtick, replace, apostrophe. Exactly. And then it says, uh, so the person at Genius said, uh, well, of course they know exactly what they're doing. Now that the issue is public, they did it. And... But Google is still displaying our lyrics. Wayback machine, let's go. I know, right? Why didn't they? But so what happened was the engineering team at Genius was keeping track, so they had the cache uh, there. They looked back to see the they look they looked back to see when the cache had disappeared. They found out some dates, whatever. But they're actually looking back to see what date was it exactly, because it says 
Wired also examined the HTML of a random selection of these cache pages, and they do appear to show the watermark present until June 12th. But the story that was published was on June 16th. So Google had removed it four days before it was even published. Oh, they must have gotten wind. And it says here, Genius said there was a contract or contact with them before June 12th. So it could be possible that, yeah, they sent the, they sent, they sent the news to the journalist and the journalist leaked it to Google or something and then Google removed yeah. it. I don't know. <laughs> I do imagine like somebody at Google is just like, they, they get a phone call and it's just like, what? Comment on what Genius debacle? <laughs> it's like, what do, you, what do you mean? What are you talking about? And then he's like, hold on one second. Hangs up the phone, picks up another phone. They got us. Quick, <laughs> change all the tactics. <laughs> scrub, scrub the mainframe. Uh-huh. But it's kind of it's kind of interesting because if if the article came out and then you you saw the article that day, then you search it up, you'll be like, well, I don't get it. I don't see anything weird here. But yeah. Like, but anyways, you probably wouldn't find out anyways because it's, like it's an obscure watermark. But anyways, when they reached for comment for Google, Google said, "I didn't do it." And then a spokesperson, it wasn't me. <laughs> Google said, "It doesn't create any lyrics." Or scrapes any websites for itself for the lyrics itself. It relies on a third party provider, and then it pointed the finger to a company called Lyric Find, Canadian company. Mm. And then on Monday, so like that following Monday, that company took the blame for the watermark. So oh damn, okay. Uh, I don't know how much Google paid them, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's super interesting. So like they owned up to it. They're like, yeah, yeah, we stole that. They had some kind of public blog post. I don't know the full details. But um, basically, they're saying it's basically indisputable that this Google contractor, Lyric Find, was just copy, copying their lyrics from Genius, said this one dude in some random place. <laughs> Honestly, these people, like, they even say who he is, but like a nonprofit public knowledge? Like, what is that? It's like we we technically quoted the guy, but not really. Like, yeah. what, what does that mean? But anyway, so they're saying like they use a real reference, blah, 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 blah. But they asked Lyric Find what happened, and the Lyric Find CEO said, I can't confirm or deny anything, but you saw the blog post. <laughs> it's like, what? Is that a legal thing? I really want to go check out this company still existed, by the way. Oh, okay. It looks like they're still around, yeah. All right, all right. It's a Lyric Find, the trusted source for Lyric and data <laughs> licensing. Trusted. Trust us, we'll get the data. From where? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry. You know, it's funny because the company said, our team is currently investigating the content in our database. Hold <laughs> on one second. Oh, what? What sets Lyric Find apart? Highest quality lyrics, reliable and accurate. Right management, detailed and trusted publisher royalty reporting. Wow. It shows platforms we partner with and it shows Google and YouTube as the top two. Yeah, of course. Also a bunch of other ones like Amazon. Stop, you're spoiling something. Okay, so basically, the, the company said our team is currently investigating the content in our database and removing any lyrics that have seemed to originate from Genius. So that's what Lyric Find said back then. And that's why the watermark was disappearing. But Genius said it's not. Uh, it hasn't gone through to see if all the lyrics were removed, but it says some of them have been removed, some of them might not have been. They're still kind of annoyed, though, because they're like, well, we wanted something from this. You know, it's like, that's not enough. Yeah. We wanted Google lawsuit money. Exactly. Here's the thing, though. It's a really important detail, maybe, that people missed. Microsoft, Bing, and Amazon Music also used the Genius watermark lyrics. Oh, okay. But Genius wouldn't tell... Uh, they wouldn't tell any other site, like... You did something wrong. They didn't do anything. They only oh, focused on Google. They, they focused on because there's no way they wouldn't have known that yeah. the other companies were also doing this. Isn't that a little like what do you like? What are they trying to play at here? They really want that money, or they want to like focus on Google? Like what's going on here? I think it's just a bigger headline, honestly. That could yeah. also be it. Yeah, yeah. Google found you know stealing, cheating, 
So interesting. So then they said, okay, we couldn't really find a, a watermark anymore. And um, I think they said Microsoft also, you couldn't find it either. So Microsoft didn't respond anyways. And the watermark's kind of removed, so it's whatever. But here's the real question. Is it illegal? Yeah, it's one of those weird things where it's like, technically anybody can look up the lyrics. And it's one of those things where, how can you prove that they copied it? As long as, it, you know, if it's not watermarked, if they get rid of the watermark. Like, it's, how can you not argue that, oh, I also listened to that same song and wrote down the words as I heard them. And not just that, but it says here that Genius doesn't hold the copyright to the transcripts. The publishers and the songwriters do. So it says no matter how much work Genius or its community puts into compiling the lyrics into text, the song lyrics don't belong to them. They license them and they print them with permission. Okay, so even then, like, is this even Genius's place to sue? Exactly. And here's the craziest part. Both Genius and Google hold the license from the music publishers to print song lyrics. Like, they both have the same OG source. Oh, okay. So, yeah, because like even if they buy the lyrics, they do own the license to show them, I guess. I'm yeah. not sure how that works. Yeah, I don't know. But the point is, like, they, it's like, it's like yeah, okay, Genius is supplying the lyrics, but it's like, well, I, I just go through, I, the publisher allowed me to. So, it's like, if I steal it from you, like, publisher lets me says so whatever kind of deal like <laughs> i don't know it's that is weird yeah the publish like they both have permission to publish but they're not allowed to publish each other's versions of it <laughs> like they think that's stealing and I, apparently, I mean the wire article just makes it seem like it's a very awkward situation for genius given the fact that both google and genius have licensing rights from the rights holder and then it says then they then they go back to genius's beginning and say genius when it first came out it also was illegally kind of taking songs and annotating them without anyone's permission until it came out and saying like oh it's fine it's chill whatever so a lot of people are saying does genius even have a claim here do they do you know is there any follow-up on that it, it really must seem like they didn't but that's why they pivoted oh, wow. they pivoted from the lyrics part to the to the part where well it's always presenting his lyrics in the google page and the, therefore taking away clicks from my page and that's very antitrust mm. and I, I would tend to agree with that exactly but then now people are questioning like well what if you search. This is a this is some weird like law I guess thing. But they're like, when someone searches, what if someone searches up a two plus two on Google and they tell them the answer is four? Is that stealing money from a calculator website or like you know from calculator? Mm, so what mm. things are like okay to do and what things are not to do? Obviously, Google's Google's people are saying yeah, it's perfectly fine, perfectly normal. I mean, of course, we just want to make the experience better for everyone. Blah blah blah. blah. They're not gonna say anything against them. Uh, and they also complained about Yelp and whatever. I'm just gonna skip that stuff. It's also super useful. Like, let's be honest. Like, how, how many times? How many times do you search a question and then it's used except wherever Google's autofill answer is? Like, you don't even go to the links at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The on, other thing they're talking about is Google. It's like it's not. It doesn't create its own content. It kind of organizes the internet into like an easy way to get it. Mm-hmm. So what the this guy is saying like, um, are you sh- you should be careful Google because you know what's gonna happen. It could even hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? What is that supposed to be? Is that like a threat? What is that? No, I'm not even joking. It's literally like a threat because they're saying like if if the sites don't make you money, then the sites won't live here or they won't they won't want you to get them and then therefore you won't make money. It's like what are they gonna do? Put put Google's crawler in the robots.txt file? Oh oh no. You mean the dumb robots.txt file that you don't even have to follow. Like you can just be like yeah. screw you. We try to explain what that means, right? Oh yeah, you should explain that, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, basically every website or most websites have a file called robots.txt and it's basically what's supposed to happen is when google sends their crawlers which is a term just used for like robots that go to websites when they send them out into the internet because that's how it finds stuff on the internet just literally sends them to robots to go out and grab whatever it can find 
it clicks on a link and then it goes to another link and then another link and then it just, yeah, it just keeps following everything. links forever and you know recording what it finds so you can use that data to fake the search and stuff and the idea is that robots.txt is a file that you're supposed to put and when a web web crawler goes to a website it's supposed to check the robots.txt file to make sure it's not explicitly banned from doing that and it's pretty much just 100 a trust system it's just like this is an honor system thing where like you could program the robot to ignore the robot.txt file. It's kind of like this, right? I go to Muldeep's house, and he's standing outside the door. And then I say, can I go in? And then he says, no. Like, I could just push past him and go in anyways. Well, no, it's not like that. It's like you come to my house, and there's a piece of paper taped to my door that says, these people can come in, and these people can't come in. And then you just open, and the door is unlocked anyways. <laughs> it was already open, actually. You can see inside the house. And apparently just recently, like, there's, a, there's a huge debacle because apparently a bunch of AI companies, especially OpenAI, was caught like not respecting that and then using the data to make their AI models. Now they're like, oh, no, no, we will respect it. Just make sure you format the robot.txt file this very hyper-specific way so we know not to use it after it's already taken all the data. Look, all I'll say is I know it's kind of a weird, I mean, not a good thing to say, and I'll be annoyed if I was on the other, other, other side of it. But it's a great job that OpenAI was able to do this before the laws caught up to them or whatever the word is, because they are the forefront of like AI coming out right now. And they have everything. They have so much data. They're ahead of everyone. I don't know if robots.txt will ever be legally binding. It might be now. You think so? You think that enough people will push to get it like passed as like a law that you must respect the robots.txt, otherwise we can sue you or something? Honestly, I don't know what's going to happen because like, what about the AI art stuff, right? Like, I'm sure a lot of people are getting annoyed that their art is getting stolen. They want to protect yep. their art. They, I can guarantee you they are. <laughs> yes, but they want to protect their art, right? So yeah, We had the whole conversation about Nightshade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The corruption thing. I don't know if that, even, if that works. Like, I, I was hoping to get, like hear if that worked or not. Because my biggest concern is, like, we've done some work where, like, we've made programs that can kind of poison artwork for yeah, AI exactly, and stuff, yeah. right? Just, you know, in our courses and stuff. But those are also, like, hyper-specific environments, you know? Like... What happens when you upload that the photo to Twitter and the compression algorithm is applied to it or yeah. to DeviantArt or to Tumblr or whatever art websites there are? And not just that, but like, surely there'll be AIs that come out that will unnoisify it or, you know, can read it. Because if humans can read it, then AI should be able to read it. Like, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Anyways, that's kind of an interesting tangent. That's basically but that's the whole... The thing, but that's kind of, it, it kind of connects back to what you were talking about earlier, where... What if, like, now we, I, I made that, I kind of say that as a joke, but now I'm kind of being serious, where when you search for stuff, at the top, the top of the search result is like, oh, AI-generated stuff, like an AI-generated summary, or the, if you ask a question, it gives you an AI-generated answer at the top. Yeah. That's probably, the answer is probably derived from information in the links below that summary. Yeah, absolutely. And so now, like, again, like, if you can who who owns the right to 2 plus 2 equals 4, Right. Like, are you taking traffic away from the calculator websites? And most people would agree, no, that's ridiculous. 2 plus 2 equals 4 is like, you can't own that. Yeah, you can't own that. But then what if the AI starts summarizing your articles? Is that still in the 2 plus 2 equals 4 range? Or is that one step too far? Like, where's that line? And now we have to draw that line because AI is going to make that much more complicated. And it's it's actually a real question because even though I love the AI overlords and everything, it's on the other side of it, it's like, okay, if you, everyone's work, hard work that they put into and they want to get money for that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. If they start losing money because of AI and they start realizing that this is not giving us what we want, they will not be incentivized to publish as much anymore. They will be desensitized or like they'll just don't want to anymore. And that's going to have, that's going to be a negative impact. We want, we want more stuff. We want more creativity and we want more knowledge. 
also the issue is kind of like it's kind of what's the term for it is is that a negative is it a negative feedback loop yeah like a feedback loop yeah kind of where like it kind of destroys itself where because ai needs data to train on to make stuff but then people see this ai taking their opportunities away so they don't make stuff so there's no stuff for the ai to train on to get better at but i think the problem is right now ai is good enough like let's be real it's good enough it's it's pretty good. I don't know good enough, good enough in what context. I can't make a Pixar level movie with AI. No, okay, fine, fair. But I was gonna say it will pass the Turing test, no problem. Okay, human communication, sure. But humans are easily foiled, so like that's not really a that impressive of a feat. It's kind of impressive. Like I don't think it was that close. Like you can kind of see how it might not work, but now it can like it's so personable, personable. It just feels real, you know. And so I don't know. That's all I'll say is um. There's something to be said. I don't know who's going to say it and when they're going to say it, but there's something to be said. What does that mean? What is <laughs> what is that supposed to be? Is that your attempt at be sounding wise by just being so vague it applies to everything? No, it wasn't even wise. It was kind of like, you know, it's going to something's going to happen in a couple of years where like, okay, it's going to come it down. It does feel like we're like reaching like an implosion point, right? Where like everything's going to like self-destruct. And not even like, oh, the world is going to come to an end kind of way, but just like tension like the, the pressure is there for like, okay, AI is going to have this huge effect. And now we're kind of just waiting to like, what happens, right? We're waiting for the what happens stage. I mean, the problem is like the, the Pandora's box has been opened. You can't close it anymore. Yep. The only way you can close it is the government comes in and closes it for me. But I don't think they're going to do that. Even that, I don't know how well that would work. Yeah. And any country that does that, honestly, they're going to get behind. So why would yeah, they do exactly. that? Yeah, like, exactly. It's like trying to ban like metal forging or metal forgery. Like you're just saying your own country behind. So it's coming. Also, I did search it up just to see what happened. I just searched a song, uh, like lyrics, to see if they what they put at the bottom. Cause I don't, I never pay attention. But yeah, it shows like source lyric find. Like it lists lyric find as the source. It credits the songwriters, and it even lists the copyright, like Sony, ATV, Music Publishing LLC, etc., etc. Like it lists the, all that stuff. I just, I just never noticed that at the bottom. Maybe it didn't in the past. Maybe not. Maybe not in the past. Yeah. That's just on Google's page, or is that in Genius? That's on the Google page, the Google autofill. Let's see if I can find Genius. How far down the page do I have to go for Genius? Not that far. God, Genius' website, it reminds me of a fandom in the worst way possible. Oh, no. Don't use fandom. Yeah, it has a credits section. It credits the lyricists, the primary artists, the assistant mixing engineers, the location it was recorded. They put a bunch of stuff here. Wow. So would you... That's pretty cool. When you search up lyrics, would you go to Genius or would you just look at the Google page or something? I would look at the Google page. I went, why would I go to Genius? Now that I saw what they have at the bottom, I might go to their page just because it looks super interesting because the stuff they have listed. They have songs that sample the song. Ooh. And that's like, that's super fascinating to like listen to. Yeah, that's, look at. that's pretty interesting. I was going to say like, um, because Google is such a big boy company, no one can really take uh, it down, right? It's mm-hmm. uh, It reminded me, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but like it reminded me of that Steve Jobs thing where... Which one? There's like an interview with this one guy who had a company. I don't remember any of the details anymore, but this guy had a company, okay? And he, he was, his, his company was big enough that he was being acquired by uh, by Apple at the time. Mm. And he was in the meeting with Steve Jobs and they were they were, they were they are they had already signed everything. Mm-hmm. Except for We're just we're just going to go. This is going to be this is going to be so demoralizing. <laughs> they signed everything, but Steve Jobs hadn't signed it yet. Okay, like it's uh-huh. like everyone signed, but except for Steve Jobs. So they're in this meeting, and Steve Jobs looks at the portfolio of the company, and then he says, "Let's say it's for three hundred fifty million dollars." Okay, I don't exactly know, but let's just say the company was being acquired for three fifty million. He said, uh-huh. 
uh, he looked at the guy and he says, direct. And this, the guy who's narrating this is the guy that's his his company that's being sold, okay? okay. Or acquired, whatever. So Sijas looks at the guy and he tells him, $350 million? Your company's not worth $350 million. Uh, it's worth like it's worth less than that. It's worth like three hundred million. And the guy looks at him and says, "Well, you know, we've already done the deal. We've already the negotiations are already over. We're just signing here." And he says, and then he says, "No, it's not worth three hundred fifty million dollars. I'm not gonna sign this." And then and then and then the guy says, "Well, we've already done all the deals. Everything's done. And everything." He said. Then Steve Jobs says, "Well, you can go tell your boys back in I don't know where he was. Like he's that state. None of your ads or whatever it was are gonna be on any Apple devices ever because whatever the reason was. Like you know, like your company's not worth that much." And the guy just looked mm-hmm. at him and says. Okay, three hundred million dollars is, is 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 good enough. Like it's it's worth it. And all the people in the comments were like, "Dang, dude, that's crazy!" And he lost fifty million dollars. And one comment like stood out to me, because I was thinking like a real, like I don't know, shark or whatever the word is, Shark Tank. I don't know. He was thinking like a real dude. Like he was using Steve Jobs gets paid however much he gets paid, but he just saved Apple fifty million dollars. I mean, just if you just think about it like that, he saved Apple fifty million dollars just by saying like two sentences. Yeah, that's why he's getting paid hella, dude. Fifty million dollars by two sentences. Isn't that crazy? I would say more the company did that than he did. But you're right. Like he made the decision to make that call. It's pretty. It's pretty impressive when you put it that way. It's like yeah, he was able to like just make like a very simple thing. I guess a threat. I don't know if I'd call it a threat. But like you know, and then fifty million saved. Like I don't know because like it, maybe it was just a bluff. We don't know for sure. I don't know the details about the agreements and whatnot. But mm-hmm. still, that's fifty mil. Fifty million is fifty mil. Yeah. And who doesn't, who doesn't like, you can't just go back underneath Apple. You like, that's a problem with these big boy companies. Everyone has to follow under them and they have to like do whatever they want. Otherwise they get like crushed. Like if Google said your website will never show up on a Google search, that would be, de- that could destroy. That will destroy your whole company. Your whole company might go under. Yeah. So, uh, that's why people like don't love so much of this kind of, you know, they don't like trusting, put all their details and that stuff. I understand that. At least third party cookies are dead. Oh yeah. We also learned, um, that Google has a ton of analytics, right? Analytical data. Yeah. And if you want to make your website, you can use Google Analytics to give you a bunch of, you know, metrics. Like, how's your site doing? Yeah, basically, logging. they give you a program that lets you just see the metrics of your own website in a very easy-to-read way. It just organizes all the data for you. And they make it really easy. But the caveat, of course, is that Google gets to keep that data. Exactly. And they can sell you ads, and they can serve you ads, really, you know, targeted ads. Because they know who's yeah. on your website and they know exactly where yeah. to go. But the problem is not that if a lot of websites start using Google specific analytics, Google will have the best database and like knowledge of who this person is, what sites they're visiting, what should I serve them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you want, you know, all your all your what is it like beans in the basket or whatever, like in one company. Like what's the term? What's the, what's the phrase? Like cakes in the ne- eggs in the eggs in the shell, eggs in the eggs in the basket, right? If you don't know if you want all your eggs in the same basket or something. There you go. Yeah, yeah. You don't want all your eggs in one basket. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Beans. <laughs> I don't know, beans. Man. I don't know. I do love watching you stumble your way through these figures of speech that like, people know. I know them. It just it takes me a little second to get there, you know. I guess we learned that Steve Jobs got that dog in him. We also learned don't put all your beans in one basket. Very dangerous thing to do. Yeah, and um, it's interesting because a lot of companies, I guess, they just subcontract and they can just blame those contractors. That's actually a pretty, pretty clever idea. I mean, it is. It surprisingly has worked out many times, apparently. Yeah. People just say, yeah, we didn't do it. We hired this person to do it. So go after them. Not a problem. At what point is it like your fault? You know, 
Well, I was gonna say because even in this case, even if they did do it, I think they'll still be clear because they all they have all the rights and everything. It's like okay, we took from you, genius, fine, but like we we got rid of that now. So wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, if if you don't if you don't let go, then <laughs> your site's out of Google. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm kidding. <laughs> they probably wouldn't that say that. That must be like an antitrust thing, right? They, they, must, yeah, yeah, yeah. they cross a line somewhere. Yeah. That brings us to the end of episode 172 of the Time Sync Podcast. I'm Kosta Maldip. Adios. And I'm the other dude. See you later, alligator. <laughs>